Hey there, it's Kathy. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to History of the 90s early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, it's Kathy. We're busy working on a new episode of History of the 90s, which will be out next week. In the meantime, I have something special for you to listen to. It's a clip from a new podcast called Basic, which is all about the glory days of basic cable in the 80s and 90s. Basic is hosted by former TV exec Doug Herzog and TV critic Jen Chaney. They take you on a behind-the-scenes look at some of the big shows on basic cable, like MTV's The Real World, ESPN Sports Center, and AMC's Breaking Bad. On Basic, you'll hear from guests like Jimmy Kimmel, Cindy Crawford, and Amy Schumer, who will take you through an oral history of basic cable television, stretching all the way from the dawn of MTV to the small screen's Mad Men obsession. I'm sure this show is going to be right up your alley. And if it is, you can find Basic right now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss an episode. So let's talk about The Man Show. I got the sense that there was some element of we're kind of trying to satirize the frat bro culture, but I'm not sure if everybody understood that it was satire. So I'm wondering like how you formulated the idea. It was, uh, listen, I could say it was purely satire, but it wasn't purely satire. It was kind of a mix of whatever popped into our heads at the time. I've never been a frat bro. I wouldn't even use the word bro. (laughs) I was not in a fraternity. I disliked the idea of being in a fraternity. I just wasn't that kind of guy. Never have been. Most people didn't even realize I was married and had two young children. I've always been a Democrat, a liberal, all of those things. And Mm -hmm. I saw it as a character in the same way married with children. Then really Benny Hill was a big influence on what we wanted to do. And I had this idea and it was probably inspired by Howard Stern. If you put a bunch of attractive women on television in bikinis that people would watch the show. We used to do that a lot in the 70s and it seemed kind of retro to me. Mm -hmm. When we came up with the idea and I was just I went for a meeting with a producer who wanted me to host a daytime talk show with this woman, Ellen Kay, who was Rick Dees' sidekick. And when I left Mm -hmm. the meeting, I was like, oh, my God, what? That sounds just terrible. What am I? I'm going to talk about the you know, what am I going to talk? This is just not me at all. And I was mad at my manager when I left and I called Adam Carolla on the phone at the time. We were on the radio together and we wanted to do a radio show together and no one would let us do a show together, which is funny now looking back. But I said, Adam, I just had this terrible meeting. Howard set me up with this hack producer and they had this stupid idea about us doing a talk show in the daytime for women. I want to do a show for guys. And that's when I thought of the title, The Man Show. And Mm -hmm. the only idea I had for it was at the end of the episode we would have women in bikinis jumping on trampolines. I figured that would be a way to keep people through the show. And Mm -hmm. it was also just sounded dumb. And, (laughs) 
And so Adam was like, uh, yeah, you know, another one of my ideas is like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'll do that. And I started thinking about it. And, and then um, again, John Stewart, who really has been like kind of in the middle of a lot of things for me. John Stewart came out to a concert called the Weenie Roast, which we'd have in Irvine every year. K-Rock Weenie Roast. He wanted to see Foo Fighters. And so uh, he called me and asked me if I can get him tickets. And he showed up with this guy named Daniel Kellison, who had been a producer on Letterman and who at the time had just been the executive producer of the Rosie O'Donnell show and was producing a talk show called Vibe that Quincy Jones produced. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, love Letterman. I'd never really met anybody who worked at the show. And so I had a million questions for him and we became friendly. And I told him about this idea. It so happened that he was a fan of Adam Carolla's because Adam was a radio host doing a show called Loveline. Right. And I said, I have this idea for the show called The Man Show. And it was definitely up Daniel's alley. And then Michael Davies came back into the picture and I said, Michael, I have this idea. And he said, I love this idea. Will you pitch this to ABC? I'm working for ABC now. And I would like this to be my first pitch to my bosses who are Stu Bloomberg and Jamie Tarsus. And so we go in there and we pitch this crazy show and they loved it. They bought it in the room. Jamie Tarsus was like, I love it. This is great. They bought it in the room. We made a pilot. Apparently, it was a, a screening that threatened the careers of many. It was one of these things where <laughs> Michael Eisner was like, what the fuck is this? You want me to put this on television? Yeah, I, I, I want to pause for a second. Yeah. In what world did you think this was going to be on ABC? Like, that just seems like a big swing to expect network television to put that on. You know, it's funny. I look back at my life and the biggest question I ask myself is, what was I thinking at that time? <laughs> I mean, I just had that thought when Doug was telling me I turned down The Daily Show, which I remember well. We were at that steakhouse in Chicago. Yes. I don't remember much well, but I don't know what I was thinking. I got fired from every radio job because <laughs> I thought my bosses would think it was funny if I made fun of them or if I called <laughs> their wives on the air and got into their sex lives. <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff that quite obviously is unacceptable and is not going to make you any friends, but... I just thought it would be great to be a stain on the ABC Disney television network. I wanted to be on ABC. I didn't want to be on Comedy Central because Comedy Central already had South Park. And Doug was like, you're out of your mind. And we got a lot of offers. FX really wanted the show. Obviously, we went to Comedy Central. But ultimately, I felt comfortable with the gang at Comedy Central. And they offered us 26 episodes right off the bat. That was the crazy thing. We made so many episodes of that show every season. And now these people are complaining when they get an order for 10 episodes. It's like, oh, boy, we have to do 10 episodes in a year. I was like, wow, we did 26 every six months in a, in a total of six months each time. And explains why some of the bits were terrible. <laughs> 